How's it going guys? Miguel here with CFS Recovery. In this video, I'm going to be talking about sensitivity to sound and light. Now, if you're watching this video right now, then you're probably struggling with something like chronic fatigue syndrome or a hypersensitive nervous system issue. Essentially, it's the same thing. Your nervous system is in a very sympathetic state where any kind of sense is amplified, whether that's touch, light, sound, sometimes even smell, any kind of sense on the body, even thoughts are amplified, even physical exertion is amplified. And so your body overreacts to it. Now, in this video specifically, like I mentioned, we're gonna talk about sensitivity to light and sound. This is something I dealt with for a long, long time. I was sick for about four and a half years. And much of that time, I was very sensitive to sound, to light, to touch sometimes, depending on how much my symptoms were flaring up. But especially when I was in a, crash or a really, really thick adjustment period or even a mini adjustment period, my sensitivity to light and sound would be increased. Meaning I could be indoors all day and then when I walk by a window or the moment I step outside and that light hits my eyes just from the sun, I start getting headaches. I start getting weird body pains. Anytime I heard loud noises, I would get a headache as well. It would overwhelm me. My heart rate would go up. It's like my body would be overwhelmed with just those senses. And I think at the most extreme point, this is when I was living with my grandparents, I would have to wear a blindfold most of the day or an eye mask. We had to keep the curtains closed or I think we had shutter blinds. We kept those closed most of the day, if not all day actually, they were never open. We had to keep the light off we just turned a lamp on by my bed. It was quite a dark room, but it had to be dark or else lots of light would, would hurt my head. I would literally get a migraine. But also touching on the sound side of things, my grandma would bring me food and then just her closing the door to the room, it wasn't like she slammed it or anything, she just closed it. That click, that would trigger a migraine. And it's interesting because these things, nothing touched me. It was light and sound, but it would cause actual physical pain on my body. I can't even really explain it. You wouldn't understand it unless you're going through it or have gone through it. I'm assuming if you're watching this video right now, then you probably are going through it. It's pretty scary at first because you're in a constant state of hyperstimulation. The smallest things like sound or light will cause pain, will cause brain fog, will cause your heart rate to go up, will cause heart palpitations. And on the outside looking in, it doesn't make any sense because I was telling my doctors this and they were looking at me like I was crazy because all my tests came back fine and they were telling me, what do you mean when she turns the light on, you get a migraine? What do you mean when she closes the door, you feel like someone punched your body and you feel pain all over? That doesn't make any sense. But looking back now and having studied a lot of the literature on this, having dealt with extreme sensitivity and come out on the other side to the point where now I could go to a concert with flashing lights in my face and I won't get a headache or have any of those weird symptoms. Having gone through that, now I understand what was going on. And so when we look at this whole issue, it is a hypersensitive nervous system issue. Now hypersensitivity, meaning your nervous system, obviously gets overactive. It gets hyperstimulated, right? The smallest thing can set it up. Every small sensation is amplified in your body. Now your brain also has these sensory centers and I made a video specifically about this, which you can watch it up here. It talks about the brain new training exercise you can use to combat the issue of being overwhelmed by light and sound. You can fix that, you can reverse that. I know because I did and many people in the Recovery Jumpstart program are reversing that. With the brain, like I said, there are these sensory centers and a good portion of that sensory center is dedicated towards processing pain. Touch, sight, hearing, smell, taste. And in a hypersensitive nervous system, 
those pain centers can change from a nine to one ratio to a one to one ratio, right? So 90% normal sensing, 10% processing pain to in extreme cases, it can go to 50% processing senses and 50% processing pain, which means you could eat something and those senses can trigger pain. You can see light, right? Because vision sight is light. There's too much input going into your brain and it will trigger and it will actually cause pain on your body or overwhelm. Same thing with sound, right? Because sound is a sense. Those sensory areas in your brain, they're shifting from 90% to 10% to 50% and 50%, right? It goes from a nine to one ratio in terms of normal sensing to pain to a one to one ratio sensing and pain. And that means anytime you have these other senses, it will trigger pain with it, even though that shouldn't be the case in a normal body. But these pain centers actually become hypersensitive. So that's essentially what's happening. And you got to think about it this way with a hypersensitive nervous system, all your senses, like I said, when they're amplified, they will hit your nervous system a lot harder than they would hit a normal person's. So it all comes down to calming your nervous system down, getting into a more balanced state where you're not all the way over here in sympathetic and you're not quite all the way in parasympathetic, but you're somewhere in the middle. That's where a normal body is, but a CFS body, a hypersensitive nervous system is all the way turned up in sympathetic mode. And that's where you feel wired and tired. That's where you have these lights and sound issues. So if you work on the nervous system as a whole, a lot of these other small problems go away. Even the diet, even the ability to eat food, even the ability to go to concerts and listen to lots of music, those sensitivities can be reversed. And there's actually an awesome lady in the program. Shout out to Tammy, if you're watching this, shout out to you. Then when she first joined, she didn't have much energy in the day. I, I shouldn't even say much energy. It was like negative. It was like minus energy, right? If this was a chart and this was like zero, this is like 10 out of 10 energy and this is minus 10. She was more so in the negative. She had to take lots of naps throughout the day and she had to take a stimulant in order to even function at a baseline level. And the smallest things would be overwhelming. And I'm happy to say that she's been putting in tons of work, been sticking to with a routine and everything is really clicking for her. And she's had this for over 10 years and severe for the past couple of years. But recently, just a few weeks ago, she was able to attend an outdoor concert, lots of light, lots of sound, and she felt okay after. Meanwhile, she was struggling to even really move around the house and then stay awake throughout the day just a couple months ago. So it just shows you how fast you can turn this around and the sensitivity thing, I totally get it because I was in your shoes not too long ago, about four and a half years ago, I was in the hospital wearing a blindfold, wearing earplugs and wearing Bose noise canceling headphones over that. So I had layer upon layer to really just dampen the stimulus of the world around me so my nervous system wouldn't just give out. So like I said, I do have a video breaking this down and going really deep into this topic about what you can do to actually reverse this pain if you're getting it. If you're sensitive to light and sound and it's causing a lot of symptoms, you can reverse that. You can make that less sensitive to the point where it's functioning normal again. Make sure you go watch that video. I'll also leave it down in the link below. It's really gonna help out, especially if you have chronic pain. If you did this video, make sure to click the link down below, hit that like button, hit that notification bell so you're reminded every time we put out a video. The subscriber highlight for this video comes from Jay and he writes, I just did 20 minutes of your brain new training and I noticed a reduction of symptoms. The interesting part is I think the reduction came from the relaxation of the nervous system other than the visual part. Kind of like when I do deep meditation, I noticed a reduction of all my symptoms, but am I doing it wrong? No, to answer that, you're not doing it wrong because if it's working, it's working. If it's working and your pain is going down, 
that can't be wrong. Although I noticed an improvement, I think this technical difference is important because I definitely could not reach reduction in symptoms by just doing it for a minute or two because I need 20 minutes in meditation to get relief. In other words, is the visualization part supposed to do the relief or the relaxation of the nervous system from the meditation aspect according to your technique? Honestly, I wouldn't even think about it that far. I wouldn't complicate things. If it works, it works. Whatever you did, keep doing it. So that's another thing about CFS is we want to keep it as simple as possible. There's no exact black and white way to do something. If there is a certain thing that I tell you guys or advice I give you and you follow it and you change it up a bit, if it works, it works. And that's the most important thing. So keep doing it, Jay. Keep it up. It sounds like it's working. I'm really happy. It's clicking for you and you're able to notice a significant reduction in symptoms. Now, always remember, you are just one mind shift away from living a life with thriving health. I'll see you in the next video.